Today's topic may be old territory to some of you experienced Rails developers out there, but for those just getting started and learning about this topic, it can be a little bit confusing. So I want to clear up some of this confusion in this episode on this topic, which is polymorphic associations. Now, don't be intimidated by the word polymorphic. It's kind of a long word. It sounds difficult, but the underlying concept is fairly simple. Let me show you here. Now, what I have here is a site which has three different models, uh, articles, photos, and events. So each of these are a model on their own right. But what I want to do is allow the user to add comments to any one of these models. So if they want to go to the photo section, they should be able to click on a comments button and add a comment to that photo. But how do we do this? Because we want to be able to have a comment belong to either an article, photo, or event. Well, this is where polymorphic associations come in. Now, if we didn't have polymorphic associations, we might try to, say, create a separate model for each comment. So like an articles comment, a photos comment, an events comment model, and so on. Well, that's three different models which really have all the same data and behavior. So we want to combine these all into one model, one generic comment model that can belong to any one of these other models. Now, we know we need to create a new model here, so I'm going to use my nifty scaffold generator script. And I'll link to this in the show notes. Uh, we want this model to be called comment, and we need to have several columns in here. Uh, one is just going to be a content column. We can have it be a text type. Uh, we could also store the author name and stuff in here, but I'm going to just keep this simple and leave it at that. But the important part is the foreign key that associates to the record it belongs to. Now, if we're just creating comments for a single model, like an article model, we might add a foreign key called article ID, and then that way it just belongs to that article. But that's not going to work here because we have multiple different kinds of models that we're trying to belong to. These belong to articles, photos, and events. So we need to find a more abstract or generic uh, name for this association. And all these items have one thing in common, the fact that they can be commentable. So let's name this commentable ID integer. So this way it can belong to really either a photo, event, or um, an article. Now, because this is going to be a polymorphic association, in other words, it will associate to many different models, we need to also add another column called commentable type. This will be a string, and that, that will hold the class name of the model that it's associated to. So we'll just run this generator, and then migrate our database. And now we need to define our association inside of our comment model. We say belongs to, and then we'll say com commentable here, because it doesn't belong to a specific model, it's just the generic commentable name we mentioned uh, while we're setting this up. And then because this is a polymorphic association, we'll say polymorphic true. And then there we go, now it can belong to uh, a variation of different models which are commentable. And we also need to set up the other side of this association, so article has many comments. And then to set up the polymorphic part, you just say as commentable the name of the generic association you set up in the comment. We want to do the same thing in our photo model. And finally, our event model. So now we have three different models which can each be associated with comment uh, through the polymorphic association. Now that we have our association set up, how can we use this in our controller and view layers to get the behavior we want? Well, this is usually where the confusion starts to take place. How do we actually make use of this new association? Well, for the most part, it's, you can treat it as any other has many association. You can call article.comments to list all the comments and so on. But 
there's a lot of confusion that can arise if you're trying to do nested resources. So let's say inside of our URL, we want to do articles slash one slash comments to list all the comments for that one article. And we want this to work for any kind of model. Now, how do we get this to work? First, we need to configure our routes file so that the comments resource is nested under the other resources instead of just existing on its own. So we can do this with by appending uh, has many comments on the end of each of these resources. Now when we go to that given URL that I mentioned earlier, it'll take us to the comments controller index action. So we want to basically display all the comments for a given record, such as a given article. Now this can be a little bit tricky because this index action can be referenced through uh, photos, through events. So we need to be able to fetch the or limit the given comments for a given resource, which can vary depending on what it is. So how do we fetch this generic commentable record when it can vary depending on what we're fetching it through and what resource it is? Well, there's this little bit of, there's this method I like to add, a little bit of secret sauce here, uh, called find commentable, which basically just loops through all the given parameters and then finds one that ends in underscore ID, so such as article underscore ID. It'll basically call find on article and pass in that ID number so it returns that specific article. So this will work for photos and events and everything to fetch the generic commentable record for that. So we can use this commentable, uh, find commentable method, and then that will fetch that one commentable record that it associates to, and then we could just find comments on this. And then going inside of our view for that index action, let's just clean up this list a little bit and just list our comments uh, in a more simplified manner. So now when we go to articles slash one slash comments, we go to our comments index action, which lists the comments, which unfortunately is empty right now because we don't have any comments. So let's make a form to create new comments. All right, so going back to our index view, let me add a form in here uh, for adding a new comment. So this is a pretty standard form, but the question is what do we put in this form for section right here to reference our new comment that we're creating? Well, we can easily reference or nest a resource, even if it's a polymorphic association, using uh, an array. So we can pass in, say, the commentable record, and then add the actual new comment. So in this case, we'll just do a new comment here, and that will go to create a new comment uh, and pass in through our nested resource and keep the URL as it needs to. So when we submit that form, we'll be taken to the create action of our comments controller. So we need to adjust this so that we're creating our comment through our commentable record, so it automatically sets up our association for us. So we could just do uh, comments.build to set up our association when we save our comment. And then the tricky part here is we need to redirect back to our index action. But how do we do this when we don't know what resource we're nested under uh, to uh, use our uh, named route? Well, a, a little hack you can do to get around this is just by passing ID as nil, and then that will actually redirect back to the current index action, uh, which will in this case have the proper nested uh, record and keep all those parameters as it uh, references this new URL. So now here's what our page looks like with our new comment form. So let's just try adding a comment and submit this, and it takes us back to that same index action after it creates the comment, 
and then uh, so this will really work for any of the nested resources automatically uh, by the way we're doing the polymorphic uh, handling so the next step would be to apply these same concepts that we've learned in this episode to the other actions in this controller so that it works with the polymorphic association but I'll leave that up to you as an exercise Anyway, I hope you found this episode helpful, and I'll see you next week. This episode is sponsored in part by Sifter, a bug and issue tracking application designed to be inviting to even the least technical team members and clients. Check out sifterapp.com for a free 30-day trial. Also sponsored by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv.